Welcome to Heads Up Hockey. It is all things hockey talk and all things centric around the game. And it's also New Jersey Devils talk as well. And please enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is Jersey Joe of Heads Up Hockey. So it is the off season right now. It is Wednesday, the 29th of June. It is almost the week of the NHL draft party for the New Jersey Devils. And so I teased you yesterday about um, the way the Metropolitan Division is starting to reshape a little bit. Now, we've been looking and saying over the years that here at Heads Up Hockey that a lot of the opponents... For instance, the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, a colleague of mine back at uh, Overtime Heroics Hockey, uh, his name is Tony Paradise. He's a Rangers writer, and he also covers prospects. But one of the conversations we had was that the Rangers seem to have closed the Pittsburgh Penguins' uh, playoff window. So... From a Devils perspective and him as a Rangers perspective, we agreed on that um, last night. And, you know, of course, in the, fir- in the first round. So that's something that we see uh, mutually. And I can see that uh, Washington it may be two to three years away from no longer being a contending playoff team. I, I mean, they have the grade eight, they have John Carlson. Um, as of now, they still have Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek in net, but that all depends on the offseason, uh, this offseason. Now, you look at that. <coughs> so, I said uh, last night, and I wrote in my notes that the Philadelphia Flyers and the New York Islanders are going to be in cap trouble and cap hell, pretty much in contract purgatory. So I think they will end up not doing so great until, you know, Chuck Fletcher goes in Philly and former Devils uh, GM uh, Lou Lamarillo goes. So if you look at those contracts for cap friendly, that, that roster on those two franchises don't really add up. And, <coughs> yeah, uh, Barry Trotz is no longer the coach in, uh, in the New York Islanders organization, and they have their coach that was promoted from within. And right now Trotz is not um, going to take a coaching job for the time being. He's going to lay it low. And what does this have to correlate with in the Metropolitan? The Devils, I know, they mutually let go of Elaine Nazardine and they fired Mark Recchi. So I already mentioned that there's nothing updated with that so far. But from what I've been hearing um, from a source, I can't cite the name publicly. It's always going to be anonymous because I like to protect the credibility of the person. So if they're right or wrong... You know, you know, fault would be on me. 
uh, for mentioning it publicly. So the Devils, along with the Sabres, Senators, uh, are in on Kevin Fiala. And Fiala is a Swiss forward. He plays wing. He had a 80-plus point breakout season. Now, with that into consideration, um, he's also a Swiss national along with Jack Hughes. And the Devils also have, I mean, not Jack Hughes. Sorry, folks. I meant to say Nico Heischer. I'm thinking about our two top centers, but um, Fiala and Heischer. And then you have Siegenthaler a Swiss. So those three are Swiss uh, nationals. And the Devils have that Swiss connection. And, of course, there is no way in hell at this point the Devils would ever move the second overall pick. You'd have to ask for a King's Ransom for that. And the Devils are rumored, like I said last night, to get uh, either of Uri Slavkovsky or Shane Wright. Now, for some of you, you may think I'm a little high, but I still believe if the Devils get Shane Wright, it means the Devils will have to move a couple of guys who are restricted free agents, maybe a free agent or two, and maybe another guy or two in a trade to make room for guys like Fabian Zetterlin and Jesper Bokvist. Um, you might see some other names moved. Um, not the whole roster, but just like a few guys that just don't fit into the near term. So what this means is the Devils' room to compete, not only in the regular season, but to potentially win a wildcard spot uh, with less COVID uh, regulations this year. So with that being said, um, the Devils still have to address the goaltending. And speaking of goaltending, um, you look at, like I said, the Capitals. They're a bit of a dark horse because they're stuck in the middle right now between the contracts. So the Devils could take advantage of any of those goalie free agents, regardless of UFA or RFA. So... RFAs have uh, arbitration rights and teams are more likely to extend that player. Um, UFAs are, like they are mentioned, unrestricted uh, free agents. So the Devils have over $25 million in cap as of now. And barring any trades and signings or whatever, the Devils are going to do it wisely. They're not going to do that same old, same old, like, you know, be like Ray Shiro, where he most of the time did not add a big name player until he had to bite the bullet with Subban. And that really set the team back a bit. But the Devils don't have that contract anymore because it just seems like Tom Fitzgerald, the GM in charge, is making a wise decision to move on. And I would rather the Devils have someone like Riley Walsh, who's probably going to be the 
maybe I don't want to give it a high floor, but um, reminds me a bit of Brian Rafalski at a younger age. And that right-handed defenseman is something that the Devils have missed. I know from 2012, the Devils missed having uh, another defenseman like Mark Fain who could shoot the puck on net and still defend decently. Um, I know that the Capitals are still going to be a tough team to play against. However, their prospect pool will eventually catch up to them where there's not enough in the pipeline. So it's pretty much depleted. So that being said, um, Pittsburgh is heading towards, you know, they have little to nothing, you know, in their pipeline where there aren't any prospects that really stand out. And to me, the Penguins will have to pay the Piper, um, signing free agents that might not pan out or that will, but doesn't really help their window to reopen. Um, going after prospects and trades for them could help their uh, future pipeline grow. But it just seems that uh, the way that team is set up, uh, they're ready to backtrack. And I know they have the Smith and they have Jari, but um, you never know what the rumors are swirling. Uh, it could be fake news. It could be true um, with what's going around in Pittsburgh. But you just never know sometimes. Uh, Carolina is still going to be competitive. They're pretty much set with a good amount of veterans. They could move a guy or two. They need a bit more feistiness in their lineup. And I know that sounds funny because from a Devils perspective, they were better than us for the most part. But uh, you look at the way uh, Carolina set up, they got goaltending, but uh, they need more grit in their lineup. So if the Devils do move on from a guy, it's Miles Wood, um, who has contract negotiations coming up. So... um, With that being said, folks, I think I cover a lot today. Um, If anything happens, like a Kevin Fiala trade or anything else occurs, I'll be more than happy to talk about it. Uh, Don't be afraid to listen on Anchor.fm. V-I-G-I-T, Vigit, is my sponsor. Uh, Use promo code H-U-H-2021. Um, I didn't update the promo code, so it's still the same as I first got the contract uh, with Vigit. So um, don't be afraid to listen to uh, my buddies over at uh, Locked on Devils, uh, uh, Devil State of Mind. So just a few of many uh, sources I I trust and... uh, fellow podcast buddies uh, I'll be seeing Neil soon so uh, I'll be more than happy to talk hockey anytime have a great day